Hey there, audio listener. You are a marvel because most people watch this on YouTube. We appreciate you uh, listening on audio and please do rate this on iTunes or whatever podcatching device you're using. A note on YouTube, they've gone beyond the step of demonetization and copyright claims and have outright throttled our organic reach and uh, stopped notifications from working. So half Asian lawyer Bill Richmond has reached out to their contacts. We'll keep you updated, uh, but we appreciate your support. So what you can really do is be sure to bookmark the page, check in, share it. And of course, it's more important than ever to join Mug Club at lotterwithcredit.com slash mug club. Uh, not only do you get the hand etched mug, uh, hand painted as well, you get the entire daily show, bonus content, the whole Blaze TV catalog. And it's really the only thing that keeps this, uh, this program afloat. Uh, it's more important than ever because of the uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen with YouTube and Facebook. And hopefully, uh, I mean, well, God forbid anything happens on iTunes. So lotterwithcredit.com slash mug club. Enjoy the show. Fancy seeing you again. I can see through your camera because you don't have ExpressVPN. Thank you so much for Mug Club Quarantine and the support. Glad to be back and happy to announce the winner is Tim A. from Des Moines, Iowa. You are the winner of a grand prize. Uh, we will fly you and a friend out to the studio here in the great state of Texas to uh, sit in our live studio audience, be featured in a sketch, unless you have some kind of a contagious virus, in which case um, we will send you a fruit basket. So thank you so much for the support. Everyone else, enjoy the show. Listen up, kids. QBG talking to you. Now while you're outside playing with your friends, it's always smart to stay safe. Don't talk to strangers. Also, you need to keep your eye out for the strange Chinaman. What's a Chinaman? I'll show you. This is an artist's rendition of a Chinaman. Whoa. Yep, that's right. Chinaman may have done a damn good job on the train roads, but some of them are dangerous. One of them even tried to litigate me once. Almost took all Mr. QBG's gold chains, but I was able to obfuscate the law. That's right. So if you see a strange Chinaman in your neighborhood, tell your parents and don't come within six feet of them. All right, that's enough. Now don't be no fool. Stay away from the woo flu. Okay, sir, you're gonna be all right. We have help on the way. Where are you? Uh, I think I'm okay. I just want to get out of here, you know? Okay, well, is anything broken? My my leg is stuck, but it's not really like... No, 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 that's not gonna work. I, I said no journey, what? no journey. Get... No, it's, 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 don't worry about it. We're gonna be here. We're staying right here with you, okay? So just listen to the sound of my voice. Earth, wind, and fire. Perfect. That'll work. That'll work. That'll work. All right, are you still there? Are you still there? Can you hear me? I think I, I kind of sprained it pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, I can move it, so it, it's like... Wait. What was that? What's up? Guys?
sound of us being back. Boom! And, yeah. Uh, this yeah. entire stream could just be <laughs> the demonetized logo. Yeah, that's, it really uh, could. that's true. Yes. So, <laughs> just uh, assume it. Uh, very happy about it. But we have the Hodge twins on the yeah, show we do. later nice. on today. And yeah. I, before I go to some announcements, we have some big announcements to make regarding some changes here after the Mud Club quarantine month. We appreciate yeah. you so much for being with us. Yeah. But uh, that's the kind of the first sketch there, 9-11, that you could never do on SNL. No. Just because people no. would say you can't touch 9-11, but it's actually honoring the heroes by showing how trivial the non-practicing nurses true. are right. using TikTok. Let's see what you did there. How many people died because of their choreographed dance? Yeah. Hmm. It's tragic. It's like, <coughs> I know you're busy doing the village, people, but <laughs> I, I seem to have in fluid pockets. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, by the way, half-Asian lawyer Bill Richman is here. How are hey, you, sir? Great. Quarter black Garrett is here. Yeah, what's Mr. up? QBG, I don't like yeah. it. Audio way. <laughs> Deal with it. Too cute Maddie Can't who deny disgusts me. me. You can fit in your back pocket, but you'll just, you'll get gout. She's oh. so cute. So sweet. Like, I didn't think that's how it works. And then Gerald A. is here today. Yes. What's the wine of the day? The wine of the day is Bodyguard. Bodyguard? Yeah. What's that in the bottle? It's it's wine. What do you mean? What's what? Hold on, no, what's on that? What's that? Oh, on the, the light? Yeah. Here, I, I I can show you a little oh. bit. Better. I don't know. Wow. It's like a bodyguard. Wow. Yeah. Turn oh. it around there, uh, Gerald A. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Gerald A. He no, still yeah. doesn't look. At, he has no at idea what is happening right now. He, he oh. Read the. <laughs> no, you don't. Turn okay, hold on. A second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I appreciate that. Crap! You wrote on this bottle. Jerks! <laughs> now he gets he, he it. He even ruins practical jokes <laughs> wow. on him. It's I've amazing. never seen you He's the kind of guy who, like, you'd a crap in a popcorn bottle before. You'd crap in a popcorn wow. bucket and leave it in a locker over the weekend in college, and you'd be like, I think someone has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried. Yes, you, you do. You do. <laughs> his, um, ability, his ability to diffuse the jokes even directed at him. It's amazing. Teflon, no, it's Gerald. Pretty good. It is amazing. Good. It, it takes practice. It was it like does. my grandmother <laughs> operating the VCR with a giant ah, blue button. What? Which one? Uh, okay, Jose. so uh, obviously we already announced the winner who's going to come out here uh, live yeah. with us. But um, listen, we got a lot of feedback from folks who really liked Good Morning Mug Club. People said, well, we don't want this to stop because we like doing this with our morning commute and we like watching it live in the morning. So new schedule, Thursday is still going to be the same and we are going to be doing Good Morning Mug Club going forward uh -huh. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the same big ass show uh, live yeah. on Boom. Thursday. Boom. Yeah. Nice. This so, be awesome. um, and we're still yeah. going to do some Ash Wednesdays, and we're still yeah. going to do some life advice. So, add those. So, more content, and uh, we'll be with you. We'll be streaming live wow. every yeah. uh, Ooh, weekday morning, except from Thursday uh, at uh, 9 a.m. Central, so 10 a.m. Eastern. Ooh. I'm not that good at math. It's it works. Tough. The math works. You're yeah. not good Help at reading me. the clock. It's 90% okay. accurate. No, no, I'd so. like to see you. It, it, yeah. it accentuates my <laughs> superiority. Okay. Ah, yes. <laughs> like me with height. Oh. oh, just yes. bring that or with oh. Asger. Yes, you know, as well. Yes, I'm uh, putting that in your permanent record for when my people take over the planet. Thank you. <laughs> well, we'll see. Maybe uh, I think it'll be 93% if we mm. use their death race. I don't know. We'll ask the crematoriumists. So, uh, also, we will be in late, uh, uh, not late, sir. We'll be in the, uh, the Lansing uh, capital in Ooh. Michigan, by the way, next Friday. That's the 22nd, doing a live. Peaceful, respectful protest. Details right. to follow. So follow yeah. me on Instagram, yeah. with Crowder, or on Twitter at S Crowder. Uh, of course, we're going to be practicing proper social distancing. So use your masks. We are not there to break the law. Also, right. hint: bring your full head of hair. So, question <laughs> of the day. And there it's are Lansing. Mystery. There are Lansing cops there just are. aching to put me in jail. Waiting for you. Um, have you, by the way, have you noticed that climate change activists now they're trying to co-opt the coronavirus? They are for their own. 
filthy means, <laughs> their own wet market means. So I want to know if, if you notice that right now, and I think a lot of people do, but I guess it should be to what degree you think that a uh, pandemic justifies a global government takeover. Mm. 50,000. Okay. Degrees. <laughs> what? No, I don't know what that means. No, no, no. It just says things. But hey, that's I'm, excited. A, I'm excited to talk about this topic. But that's a perfect segue because you're Chinese and uh, monkeys in your country are apparently banded assholes. Wait. Oh my God! Wait, hey, hey! Look at the speed! Look at the speed! Whoa! He's not worried at all. Look at that him. clip, that acceleration, that's just zero to Mowgli yeah. wow. right away. That is, and she's fine. <laughs> she's, she's fine. fine. Yeah, she's nobody totally was worried. The, like, the, baby, the baby just gets up like, no, oh, yeah, monkey grabbing. Yeah, <laughs> it happens yeah. every day. I mean, that's your that's your that's a Tuesday. Your uh, average uh, white suburban mom would see an Asian kid. Like, <laughs> oh, so cute. <laughs> Part and parcel of living in the alley. <laughs> what I love That's too true. is the mother. House. The mother oh. doesn't do anything to protect her child. No, like you would like, think. Well, the not at all. Everything her. we learn yeah. about mothers is like to throw yourself. Like, oh my god, it's a monkey! But the mom goes, ah! And then the, the monkey mom, starts dragging. Yeah. So you'd, it would be excusable. Yeah. Can we play that again? Can we play it again? <laughs> play it again. I want you guys to watch the reaction here. Here, let's play it. Okay, look, monkey comes in, so she can see it. Watch. Oh, oh no! Yeah. And then she goes like away. Yeah. She goes ah, away. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. The kid walks back. Like, Come on, mom. Yeah, she's not lifting up a car. Come on, she mom. No, no, no you adrenaline hang in me there. out to dry like this. <laughs> So strong oh. and so fast. I mean, where did that monkey when, get the motorcycle, by the way? Uh, yeah. Where yeah. did that come from? Incredible. Uh, incredible. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> not all cultures are equal. So, uh, <laughs> before uh, we move on, by the way, I should say we've gotten a new sponsor, uh, Barbie Sparker Glasses. Really oh, excited about the product. Glad to have them on. So, keep an eye out for the Barbie Sparker commercial uh, yeah, in the first commercial great. break. We're proud of it. Um, while we were, we weren't off, we've taped so many sketches, yeah. so many intros, oh. so we have a Ooh. lot of content. We had to update all the software here. But while we were gone, um, this is a story. Canadian police arrested uh, someone at gunpoint, a citizen at gunpoint, who was dressed in a Star Wars stormtrooper costume, Sounds. complete with a replica laser blaster, because what? they thought she had a real gun. This comes from <laughs> Lethbridge News. 911 reported two calls from people who saw the girl brandishing a plastic toy blaster. They believed it was real, and uh, we've actually obtained mm. exclusive footage. Oh, okay. uh, should warn you. The following uh, content, the following altercation footage of the police officers and the, the citizen in question is disturbing. What is this? That's not mine. Wow. Mm, What's yeah, a 9-11 yeah. intro sketch without a Rodney King parody? Yeah, you got to hit all the marks. You really, really do. How much harder is your job after today? Oh, oh, I'm just thinking about the second house I'm going to buy. <laughs> I can't believe nobody's done it before. I thought for sure we'd be retreading new ground. Nope. Call us Copernicus. So the female employee um, was uh, actually, so she was oh, out wow. in full costume, by the way. I want to make sure they follow up because we don't, we jest, but this is serious. Of course. Yeah. Um, and the police didn't recognize the costume. They said that they believed her to be a member of a militant anti-government 
uh, militia. <laughs> yes, because what? militia men dress in white plastic. It's yeah. <laughs> a strange militia. From head to toe. <laughs> what the heck? Militia of nerds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, kind how of is like it possible militia. they didn't see Star Wars? We're the Lucas Keepers. So, um, wait, were they like Star Trek fans? I mean, yeah. well, I, don't, I don't understand, but how would you have not seen any part of that? I mean, was there any explanation beyond it? No, Maybe. not much. No. Honestly, I think you're asking been, for too much. From there Canada may have Bill. been, but immediately my mind went to Rodney King. So oh. that's yeah. really all I cared about. So no got. further research. Um, but we will be talking about the, uh, the 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 UN and Greta Thunberg. So you know, uh, that'll be more informative. Um, <laughs> switching, actually, the latest, of course, COVID nineteen news. I thought we would be done with this by the time we're through the month, but it's no. Did you know it's no longer about flat? You thought it was about flattening the curve. Oh no! It's about Bill Gates making a vaccine. Oh, yeah. Right. Hmm. So take your unemployment and um, Windows 98. So um, the latest COVID-19 is that the virus has apparently, um, I don't like saying this, but it's, it's been detected in semen mm. now. Mm. Uh. This comes from Rolling Stone. The study wow. assessed semen samples from 38 patients wow. found detectable wow. <laughs> levels, viral loads in the semen. So oh, this viral loads. Yeah. Oh. This has led uh, the World Health Organization, the CDC, and leading health officials to chip off San Francisco with an ice pick and push it off into the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. It's about time. Sad that it took this. I thought it tasted a little off. Um, oh, no. oh, California. That's not me. That was a character. It's a quote. It's not a character. It's a quote. Don't indict. It's I'm so quote. sorry. I'm sorry. It's a quote. Disgusting. It's not a quote. The other person that said that, not you. You don't need to quote Gerald while he's here. You did the mouth smack. Ugh. You just say it himself. I hate you, Bill. All right. In California, speaking of which, the state, they ruled that Elon Musk and uh, Grimes' child, they, they cannot legally be named. Is this X-A-E-A-12? Yeah. Don't forget um, the dash. Dash, Arch dash 12. <laughs> so they're going to have to choose a, a new name. So uh, they said they'll either name the child after the mother and uh, okay. call it Claire, or after the father, uh, father and, and name it Ugly Bastard. So that's oh, the choice. Yeah, it would have yeah. worked if I pronounced Options. father. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. It's that not okay. Faza. Zephaler. Zephaza. Like that would have saved it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm operating at a handicap because I have the bird done. flu. I always uh, get the, I other get the one. wrong one. Yes. Yes. It's like everyone else is on Jaws 3. I'm still like, is it, is when you thought it was safe to go back into the water. That was the other one. We're in 3. 3D. Uh, Michael yeah. Caine. You always get the wrong viruses. I don't know. What's I'll give you SARS 3 now if you want it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. He's already always, got it. They're always ahead of the curve. They are, yeah. A lot of people say that the Asians. <laughs> You're out here flattening number two, and I'm already on number three. I appreciate that, I bet Thank you. Because you. a lot of people say that the Chinese are only good at taking technology that we develop and right. then stealing it. But the fact Ooh. is, they are the ones, when it comes to creating new viruses, mm. they're like the Thomas Edison. Yes. Hey, <laughs> I've, they are. I've been to kindergarten. I know how to share. Do you? They are creators, uh, Stephen. Creators. Wow. Also, you're a communist. So finally, it's caring. Uh, Governor. Governor Whitmer, Governor Whitmer, uh, this is something that's been, um, people have been upset about. I don't want to say upset, but there's been a huge reaction. You know, I understand that we have to have signers for people who are uh, right. obviously TV. Yeah, hearing impaired. But um, there's been a reaction to this because now it is just the signing is distracting and it's, it's, it's gotten out of hand. I know that this has been a hard time for um, people trying to make ends meet when everything's essentially shut down and especially for small business owners who've built up something over the course of decades, and, and they're worried. No, that's not a sketch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's for That's real. not that's earnest. Real. Yeah. That is absolutely 100% real. eyebrows real. on that lady. And I, lady. Oh, yeah. That's um, generous. <laughs> there was a little bit of internal debate until yeah. we paused it. Well, okay, yeah. well, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, further discussion, yeah. Um, hands that could crack a lobster. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> They were like polar bear paws, man. They were yeah, huge. that was. Yeah, they were rather large. Yeah. The contrast. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, for seeing the hands, like that was the best yeah. visual contrast. It's just uh, it's the stuff that gives children nightmares. So here's the thing: <laughs> I understand the criticism. People have been saying this is a little bit distracting. Here, but I think a lot of people, since this is yeah. sort of a local politician who's been thrust mm-hmm. in the national spotlight, you're not aware of this. If if you know her history, um, it's actually a serious improvement. Each of the actions that we've taken, though, has been because of the incredible threat that COVID-19 has presented to our state. The number of lives lost, the incredible spread. In Shiawassee County, which is where this barber's shop is, uh, we have 196 confirmed cases of COVID-19 right now. Um, We've had 13 deaths in that county alone. And the protections and the work that we've done is to protect <laughs> not, yeah, not a. They don't have, but they don't have carrot top on the payroll. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I but really she's like, getting better. You know, she I like the fact that the celebrities Z. are out there. You know, like Dave Grohl doing signing. I mean, that's amazing. Is he doing yeah. signing? Yeah. Man, you look like Dave Grohl on there with that. It was face a little bit Dave, yeah. Dave Grohl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I missed it. I'm sorry. Call me Gerald A. Yeah, kind of like I missed the, <laughs> the penis. Yeah. I didn't quite have a giant big penis drawn on the page in front of me and look right past it. It was which turning. Also just, which away, also just tells us me. that it's so commonplace for you to see large hairy penises that you don't even notice uh, yeah, them. I, I didn't see it. It's like it's like for him it's just it's like missing Waldo. <laughs> he's he's it's just never another there. place. So much, yeah. It's just another yeah, yeah. candy cane forest. Just hidden. <laughs> Waldo's never there. Gosh. If Waldo's face were on a milk carton, it would be exclusively on like peppermint milk. I don't know why he yeah. makes it so hard for everyone to find yeah. him, That's Waldo. True. Jerk. Change the outfit. Jerk. Every once in a while. Okay. So um <laughs> And this is, I do want to, to move on. So this is actually, I think, going on right, it might be going on at the same time right now, the uh, yeah. the, the CNN uh, Climate oh, Town yeah, Hall. Yeah. Oh, boy. We don't have the hookups right it's now. We're, stuff. again, moving some stuff around the set, so we're going to have CNN, of course, uh, for Good Morning Mug Club. But no. um, I, here's the thing. We can't show it right now, but I can pretty much guess how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. So let me fill you in. <laughs> and don't, don't no, no flipping, no flipping. Uh, so it's um, a CNN Town Hall, and uh, this is actually, it's going to have former acting CDC director Richard Besser. Okay. Uh, former HHS secretary Kathleen okay. Sebelius wow. and activist Greta Thunberg. What? They oh. join Anderson Cooper and Dr. Sanjay Gupta for a live scene in town hall. The about, about the coronavirus. About yeah. the coronavirus. One of these things does not look <laughs> yeah. like yeah. the other. Yeah. When, what happened to the experts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Experts. We have the head yeah. of the CDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have yeah, a neurosurgeon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we have an autistic girl who yells, how dare you? Uh, uh, I think she's perfect for the panel. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's so. nothing really that's more important yeah. right now, according to the yeah. media, than shaming everyone for everything that they do. <laughs> right. And she's well, yeah. really good at yeah. it. She's Shamer. very She actually raises the intelligence. I'm not saying I agree. I'm just saying you got to respect her shame level. I respect her shame game. Yeah. So um, I do think a couple of facts to kind of hit, and then we'll discuss this a little bit. Uh, of course, the, le- the left, have tried to set this up already. They're attacking anyone who questions the COVID stats. Not right. even the COVID statistics, but the initial co- coronavirus statistics that have been proven verifiably false. Models, like the 4 yeah. to 7% death rates, the 2 million dead. By yeah. the way, a super shout-out to our wonderful researcher, Reg the Bandit, slash oh, yeah. Reg the Beast, yeah. for uh, calling Neil Ferguson that guy to step <laughs> yeah, down his awesome. name. Yes. We got him. Um, so they've been trying to frame, of course, everyone who says, you know what? I think we need to reopen the economy. I think we need to balance lives and livelihoods as uh, science deniers, right? Mm. And so they're trying to now equate mm. the denial of COVID being uh, uh, you know, a, a virus with a 10% death rate or like right. Ebola with a 50% yeah. death rate 
We're all, it's all the same people. These people deny science just like climate change. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll come back to this in a second. Uh, AOC, she even did a video uh, where she was talking about COVID being a test run for how to approach climate change. And she's been saying that the Green New Deal is scientifically necessary. Again, let's go to the experts. Started with politicians uh, who ignored warnings by scientists. It continued through a program of us knowing that we needed to act quickly and needed to take dramatic action fast in order to contain the damage. But there's so much uh, that's politically vested in making sure that we don't do that, right? For example, this idea, it's like when scientists and epidemiologists started saying, listen, we have to shut down our cities and our states immediately right now just as as an immediate precaution because we did not take action earlier. The communities that suffer first are the ones that are working class, black, brown, essential workers. Not white people. All (laughs) of that parallels with the climate movement. It is scientifically informed. This is scientifically informed legislation. I'm not here to tell you what is politically easy. I'm here to tell you what is scientifically necessary. Is that a fact, doctor? (laughs) I like like her use of the very lawyerly word informed, scientifically informed, not scientifically based. Not scientifically sourced, scientifically informed. Scientists were near this when it was created. (laughs) They were around. She would be served well to to attend finishing school from LeBron James. Yes. Anyway, I'm going my duty to inform as I conversate. Mm. You are just um, lovely. Here's the thing, too. I just find it so funny that all of a sudden they call their own experts. Yeah. yeah. Well, why would you listen to Dr. Bricks? We need to listen to experts. Like, AOC? AOC. Yeah. <laughs> but the short version is that she wants more of this. Yeah, I love yeah. how she just feathers oh, yeah. in, like, more. they didn't take the precaution. This you mean working. shutting down the world? It's a precautionary measure. <laughs> yeah. It's a precautionary measure. I like, you know, <clears throat> I think I have the sniffles. Well, as a precautionary measure, we're going to cut off your dick. <laughs> Oh. That seems a little severe. Oh, mm, you drastic. don't know how bad the cold can get. Uh, precautions. <laughs> Gotta get those precautions. We're well past Robitussin MD. Don't, it's don't. now time to lose the D. Don't worry, we'll draw it back on. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> he just noticed it. <laughs> so another fact, the World Economic Forum, lest, lest you think I, I make this up, uh, them trying to inextricably tie this, they're now calling for a flattening of the climate curve. Oh. oh. That's huh? a new curve. Huh? Oh. What? So many curves! <laughs> it's like Raquel Welch. It's so curvy. Have we, where have we heard this before? Yeah. Flattening the curve. Uh, it's it the curve after the first the curve. Curve. Well, I'm surprised yeah. they're curve using that now curve. because it's no longer about flattening the COVID curve. Yeah. It's about the cure. The curve is irrelevant. We've already flattened the curve. Who gives a rat's <laughs> oh ass? According gosh. to AOC, we shouldn't come back until every man, woman, and child has a vaccine and microchip from Bill Gates. Another fact, um, the UN chief uh, used his Earth Day speech to confront Trump on climate change. He was yeah. linking it, of course, to coronavirus and saying that it was uh, the bigger threat. And then finally, UC Berkeley, they've uh, hosted a panel. I think I have this here. Uh, what's the panel? The panel is uh, environmental and energy yeah. experts. Ooh. Those people. Like AOC. Yeah. To uh, right. discuss the current COVID. COVID-19 pandemic uh, offer lessons and how shared global solutions can help beat back the continued threat of climate change. So a couple of things here, by the way, hit the notification bell. If you're subscribed, hit all notifications because subscriptions don't mean a whole lot. And just check in every single day here because we uh, do new videos every day. And of course, Crowder Bits. Um, This is remarkable to me. And I want to hear what you guys have to say about this Mm -hmm. because we've heard from the experts. Who's denying science at this point? (laughs) Who is denying science when we, I mean, 
let's just let's just use the most extreme examples, okay? The most extreme examples humanly possible. The people who said, "Yeah, this is about comparable to the flu," and they right, were just yeah. scoring like I can't believe they were they were taken behind the woodshed. How Absolutely. could you downplay this? Versus yeah. the initial expert who had to resign in shame, saying two million dead. So let's say it's double the number of right now. Yeah. Right. Let's say we're at 150,000 deaths. Flu season. We've had flu seasons with 80,000 deaths versus right. two million. Yeah. It is so much closer to the crazy non-experts who said it's more yeah. comparable to the flu that it wouldn't even appear on the same line chart. Absolutely. And one of the first things that they said was uh, that John Cornyn tweeted out. He said, "After this is all done, we need to have a good faith discussion about these models." And that's what they right. said made him a denier. Right. right, because he's like, oh, these models. We we need to have a good faith discussion about what's going on here because it said two million, and now it says nothing close to that. Right, and that's what they really. I can't. I can't even well, ask to have a conversation. That, the thing is about that model. We have a whole. We have a new model. <laughs> that's how it works. It's like Victoria's <laughs> Secret. The shelf putting... life on that it's pretty short. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, let, let me guess. This model has more curves. Yes. Uh, so many curves. It used to be about curves, not flattening them, right? But having them. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. No. This Weird. is now we have a new model, and so I wonder when yeah. they say we're going to get rid of di misinformation on social media. You know, Twitter, Facebook, yeah. YouTube. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Does that include the World Health Organization uh, saying uh, yeah. that it couldn't be transmitted from human to human contact? Hmm. Oh, well, no, no, we won't remove that because that's what we believed at the time of the information we had. Uh, Taiwan saying, have a minute. So, yeah. um, <laughs> no, yeah. but and, even and then. Like, they sent so many meeting requests. Yeah. Everyone denied yeah. it. And why did you believe it? Because of the tweets. Right. Because yeah. of the yeah. People believed it because of the tweets. Yeah. Yeah. What about the tweets out there from the uh, Chinese ambassador who said that it was started by American troops? Well, that was based yeah. on the information that we had at that time. Come again, stupid. Yeah. Hold, hold. <laughs> You're going to have a problem with Pizzagate, but not the Chinese ambassador saying, it was Marine. You saw Avatar. Avatar, the ass. <laughs> the bad guy. It's so bad. Why Avatar? This is, the Marines were bad. They were all former yeah, Marines. They were all black no, ops. Gerald hasn't seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I guarantee you he's seen that movie. No, he, he, no. he thinks he has. Movie. He's just seen Fern Gully in 4K. That's it. I feel same like thing. it's the same. It's pretty close. The and visuals. It, and it is remarkable Stunning. to me how inconsistent it is here. Here's what we said early on. I think, okay, I understand a precautionary measure when we didn't have any data. Exactly. Right? We didn't have any information. Okay, you shut down for a little bit or yeah. you take some precautionary measures yeah. where you quarantine the sick and the vulnerable because that's typically what you do. You quarantine the sick, not the healthy. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's understandable, especially when we were hearing from China, by the way, in the World Health Organization, that it could be a seven... Well, of course we want to do that. But now, in the face of overwhelming data... Where even leftist governors tell us, okay, it's about a 0.5% death rate yeah. at the top end. In the face of data, you are still pushing to ruin people's lives. Yeah. Why? Well, you know what? Why? Listen to, allow us to make our case as we present the experts. Uh, Greta, your witness. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it, that they're using the same term that evidently worked to make people shut down the entire economy yep. makes you realize, oh, that's the goal. Yeah. Right. So yes. it worked the they're first time. To that now. This, okay, well, let's use the same terms that at least are going to have the same results. Right. Yeah. And that's what they're going for. Yeah, and in, in the article, it even went back, just going back on that point, said that if uh, or the the basic thing was saying that people were a climate denier. There's the same people that are saying the COVID thing wasn't, the, the, the models weren't wrong. It's just that we had stuff happen. Like you, social distancing happened. Right. You closed it down and we're like, wait a minute. No, you factored that in to begin with. Right. And you said that even with that, this was going to be the case. Yeah. Right. So tell me in the climate thing, what you're going to do. The, yeah. Then you're going to change the model and then you're going to move the goalpost again. And then you're going to exclude China from the equation. And then we're still all going to They've burn, been wrong at every, nearly every single turn. <laughs> exactly, I don't want to yeah. be Donald Trump. But like they've been wrong at every single turn. Turn uh, all everyone. <laughs> there is not there are one no exceptions, and you're correct. nasty. You're so one. nasty. <laughs> uh, they were wrong about Georgia. Yeah. 
they're wrong about Georgia. And so they have to move the goalposts now to no, no, yeah. to no longer. The goalposts are no longer, well, hold on they a second. Everyone's going to die if you open yeah. up your yeah. economy. Because in Texas, guess what? Nowhere near as severe as Michigan. No. Nowhere near the kind of infection. We have no. a lot of big cities here in Texas. It's not just yes, some small state with podunk towns. We were reasonable in our approach. And I'm not saying that not having lockdowns is more effective than having lockdowns. I'm saying there is no rhyme or reason to the, at this point when you look at the statistics outside of the fact that it's dangerous if you're over 80 or have pre-existing comorbidities. That's what we know. The rest, we don't. So they said everyone's going to die needlessly in Georgia. Well, Georgia right. is now beyond the curve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and they're doing just fine. Like they're seeing kind of this cliff fall off that we talked about that well, other nations around the not world. Not just fine because, of course, every life matters. Well, of course, yeah. But compared Relic to what they relative said, relative yeah. to the risk that we are used to taking every single day of our lives, that maybe we just didn't know that we were taking. Every year we have a flu risk. Every year we have a right. death by automobile accident risk, or by murder, or by something happening in the hospital when you go in for a procedure that's not supposed to kill you that accidentally does. Yeah. And like all Michael of a sudden, Myers showing up in the sequel. Well, that's true. <laughs> G Gerald, Gerald raised a really good point. I mean, the, what? The, 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 what? I know. <laughs> I know. Whoa. But the comparison to reality of how many lives are actually lost and the changes, it's not just about how many more lives have been lost due to COVID, but com compared to what our normal death rates would have been, compared to the risk, like you're saying. Yes, yeah. And when you actually do that and you're not just screaming about politics and, and people saying if you open the economy, you hate every human being, Right. Um, it, it just yeah. it all falls apart. Well, you had a point you were making before the show, too, that you see this as a push for a global government. I do. I, I think that, oh, you yeah. know, there was no question that earlier, um, pre-corona, there was a push for having that type of globalization and interconnectedness and, and ultimately a, a level of authority beyond just the U.N. and Geneva right. Conventions and those types of things. Um, but, but to say, you know, that the United States and other countries should cede their authority to international governments to control these issues. And that's not uh -huh. to say that it's not better for us to cooperate, but there's right. a difference between cooperation and ceding authority. Yeah. And here now the push has become even further. Well, we couldn't use Corona to push it because obviously Corona says you need to go the opposite direction. You need right. to make sure you're independently based. You're not uh, as dependent on foreign yeah. powers and, right, and yeah. global supply chains. But so now they're having to say, well, okay, that's not working. So let's move to the other one. And it's not to say again, that cooperation isn't important or that there isn't some concern in, in at a global level for the environment, right. but that doesn't mean that we take the Gran Turismo Greta Thunberg version of going out there <laughs> and just everyone has to listen to yeah. the UN on everything or listen to her on everything. Not only is she no. not a scientist, I'm pretty sure she's never made the baking soda lemon juice volcano. <laughs> How could she know she science? She couldn't figure that thing out. Yeah. Or is it lemon juice? Is it vinegar and baking soda? I think it either word. We're going to do that next week. That'll be a commercial no, break. All right. It's Doctor. a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah. I like my bubble bath. What were you about to say there? Well, and so one, one of the other points that they brought up is that uh, the COVID-19 virus is nature's warning. So this is this is Mother Nature. Literally, it was in the article. It said, this is Mother Nature's warning that we have oh to listen gosh. to. He's back on the fern gully. Like, Are you oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> back to but I mean, think about think about how dumb that sounds. Like climate yeah. change is so bad that Mother Nature is saying, well, if they don't listen on this, maybe they'll listen to this virus and yeah. they'll get the bigger picture. Like that's what yeah. they're saying that we're we gonna have, have a to use. To, to, that, that's a crazy leap. I couldn't even make that leap, yeah. right? Well, the segue doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I will say? There are a couple of lessons that we've learned from COVID. We have the Hodge twins coming up after this. They're yeah. going to be talking about, uh, what was I just forgot, Ahmad. how do you pronounce Ahmad? Ahmad. Ahmad I don't know how to, is it just Ahmad? Because it has a U, and I've always, I knew a guy, Ahmad, who didn't have a U. Oh. I don't want to get it wrong, They're right? Because yeah. that's the that's the most dangerous landmine in covering that topic. Yeah, yes. pronunciation yeah. for sure. <laughs>
9-11 sketch Rodney King wow. parody and the Hodge twins to discuss uh, Ahmaud yeah. Aubrey. It's going to be a good show. What could go Epic. wrong? This show? Um, just like we've learned this when we're, we're talking about um, the economy, we've had some lessons that we've learned mm -hmm. from this right here. The federal government can't be a charity. This is what they're saying. Well, you know what? No, the federal government can help right. right now. A couple of things. That shows you how politicized it is because right now Democrats are saying, well, the Republicans are holding up this new stimulus bill. Hold on a second. Who held up the stimulus bill before we flattened the curve? Remember? You guys uh, wanted to shove everything yeah. in there with earmarks Kennedy and God Center funding. It was Hold the Republicans who said we need to yeah. do this so that we can flatten the curve. Now that we've flattened the curve and you're talking about another stimulus, which a lot of it can be a big giant kickback to the postal union when you yeah. actually look at what they want to do. At this point, we're past the curve. Now you're trying to play politics with it and say Republicans are trying to stop the spending bill. You yeah. guys were doing it when we actually needed it. But let's assume for a second when people say, well, there's there's no choice between yeah. making a living right in the economy or staying healthy if the government mm -hmm. just does its job. How much money have we spent now? Trillions. trillions. Many trillions of dollars. Yeah. More, than, more, yeah. more than ever as far as acute spending yeah. in the history of the United States. That floated us for a month. Yeah. If that. So how much <laughs> if you spend more, right? You, I don't know. Let's, you know, let's call it $20 trillion. Our entire debt clock. Three five. Three point five months. There's not enough wow. money. And by the way, it runs out faster if nobody is working. Right. So we've learned that the federal government cannot be a charity. It's not Samaritan's Purse. But you know what else? That businesses at this, it's a self-sustaining charity. Yeah. You go to your local coffee shop. You go to your restaurant. That allows them to provide a living, not only for the business owners, but their employees, when you are voluntarily offering money for goods or services. And something else that I think is undeniable here while we're talking about the climate change green movement, they want to equate the two. And you know what? So do I. Just like they wanted you to remember coronavirus and Donald Trump's handling of it going into November. Yep, I want you to remember all of it. Two million dead, 7% death rate. Please do not forget we've been consistent. I want you to remember when they accuse us of being science deniers because of our position on uh, coronavirus. Here's something interesting to me. This is proven beyond any shadow of a doubt that absolutely positively is remembering Trump. No, no exceptions. Do it. Yep. No exceptions. No exceptions. No, How many? I said none. Um, did you hear me? Did yeah. you hear me stutter? Do I, do I look like a Costa? Uh, uh. That the green movement hates people. Think about this first. I was at a, I was at a co op uh, health food store in Michigan. By the well, way, huge culture of fear in Michigan why? compared to Texas. Yeah. I was walking in to get some, uh, get some uh, yogurt. I have a mask because you have to, otherwise it's right. illegal. This lady who's my age has a mask, and I'm walking past her to get yogurt, and she looks, she stops, panics, and leaps into the next aisle, like, <laughs> Sexy! And she just jumps. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh my God. Uh, and then when I go to me. check out, they have a big sign, like, it is with, uh, it is with extreme, uh, extreme sadness that we have to inform you, due to the coronavirus, we are not accepting reusable bags at this time. <laughs> And then when you go to the coffee All shop, it is with extreme sadness that we tell you uh, that we are not accepting reusable cups at this time. Uh, and then I go to the airport and I go, you know what? Oh, hey, listen. I'm go oh, hold on a second. A flushless urinal? How'd you figure that out? By the yeah. way, there's no secret to it. Your piss just stays there. Yep. It just pools there. Just can you put even the sports bars put in ice or peanut shells or some shit. <laughs> so I go to a flushless urinal. I'm like, well, that's kind of gross. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to go wash my hands and sing happy birthday twice and happy birthday to... Oh! Happy birthday. Oh! And the sink shuts off because it's a green sink. Uh, and I can't use paper towels because it's a blow dryer. Every When it comes yeah. down to saving human lives, well, so we have to get rid of the absurdity of the, the plastic, the, the reusable bags, which, by the way, ridiculous. are worse for the environment and the reusable cups. We're not going to do that anymore. What about the... What about following the CDC hand-washing guidelines? I can't do it. It's not humanly possible. What about the flushless urinals? Hey, no more flushing, no more running water, that's progress. How about I piss my name into a tree? 
Is that progress? That's skill. This is what the left yeah, would see when they see the evolution of man going up, going up, and then down to a squatty potty, and then eventually it's made of hemp, and then they're sh in a hole in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and That's we're in progress. San Francisco. So when we're talking about this, yeah, yeah, listen, my position, and I think everyone here on climate change is not, there's no such thing as climate change. I don't know, I don't know the science. No, listen, I think the earth has warmed. I think that humans yeah. may be contributing a significant amount to it. As to whether we'll have catastrophic results, I'm not entirely sure. As to the proposed global legislation that would kill people undeniably, expecting, of course, China to play ball, which they've right. vocally expressed they will not. No, I don't believe that politically it will make any difference. And as it relates to coronavirus, I believe we were lied to, or at the very least provided misinformation, certainly from China, certainly from experts who said we're going to have two million people dead. I believe that we shut down the economy based on statistics that couldn't exactly be observed. You know what is observable? You know what's 100% mm. observable? Mm. Joblessness. Oh, people yeah. not making any money. Yeah. That is, right? Yeah. Suicides going no up, food. alcoholism going up. There's no doubt about that. So when you folks want to say, hey, we deny the experts, by the way, Burke's not an expert. Mm. Only Fauci, oh, only Geppetto and Fantasy Island. Yeah. I will wear it proudly. Sure. I'm skeptical of the Kyoto Accord. Sorry, now Paris Pro Kyoto yeah, Accord, Paris Protocol, Paris, Paris Agreement. Protocol. I'm skeptical of that. No, it's not Accord. You're wrong. You're Asian. You should know it. I know that's not Chinese, it's but civic. it was Kyoto, but <laughs> Civic? Honda. Oh. <laughs> I, I got a joke. I, you I, I don't. Okay, go ahead. That wasn't a good. I one. was on a roll. Dang it. None of this was good. I liked your roll, but I'm gonna interrupt it. <sighs> when you talk about whether or not you're gonna have climate deniers and you have folks who say they're for the climate and this environmental change, you know what the basics are when you take what they want to a logical extension. You cannot have jobs. Jobs are a thing. The advance mm. of technology, right. the mining for precious materials to be able to use in the technology that is actually being used to make ventilators or life-saving technology. All of that requires also solar panels. Yeah, solar panels. <laughs> They're not made from sunshine and flushless urinals. Exactly. All of those things require a use of the environment. And there's no question that we need to do it in a safe way. But right. And and certainly in a safe way to protect human lives. But without any question, we have to be able to continue this march of progress. In, in a direction that allows for using the environment, whereas the, the green movement is unquestionably against jobs, against economies, against communities, yeah. um, and against uh, not just our nation, but against yeah. any nation. And but what's so funny to me is they talk about you know this global economy, right? That we are all one, we are the world, hold hands and have all the flags right. no. and effectively yeah. an Amish quilt. Um, <laughs> but really, when you think about it, okay, you look at the globe and you look at the green movement, and then they have the gall to tell us, well, really the people most affected by environmental pollutants are uh, minorities in the United States. So the people most affected by coronavirus Jeez. in the United States are black people. Okay, hold on a second. Who's most affected by the Green New Deal? Who's most affected yep. by the Kyoto Protocol, which would skyrocket energy costs, which for us is mildly inconvenient because yeah. you drive a crossover, but for someone in Zambia, or honestly, you don't have to go that far, for someone in Mexico, if you can wander yep. out of your Cancun booze cruise resort, they work all week just to get enough fuel so they can heat a can of beans on an old ironing board in a drum. Who do you think is most affected by your green policy? It's inconvenient for us. It kills people in the third yeah. world who make $2 a month. So they don't really care about the most vulnerable among us. Certainly, no, I don't want to say no one cares. I'm saying the policies are not thoughtful of the most vulnerable among us because it is all a sacrifice at the altar of the yeah. greater good. What's the greater good? Well, the climate.
climate, the earth. It's more important than people. What's the greater good with coronavirus? Well, uh, political expediency. It's more important than people being autonomous and being able to make their own livings. So I won't, I'm not gonna make any sacrifices that alter. And as it relates to uh, being anti-science, being, I'm a climate denier, as well as a coronavirus denier, I think you can look at the track record of where we lined up on climate change, where we've lined up on coronavirus, and it's yep. remarkable, remarkable that we've gotten very little wrong. Honestly, I was speaking yeah. from my gut thinking, this is going to come back to bite me in the ass. Instead, I look like Nostradamus. So <laughs> I will wear that badge loudly and proudly. Yep, call me a science denier. But uh, I'll be sure to check in with Greta after this. Right now, Hodge Twins coming up. Ooh. This is Franklin. He looks so happy, doesn't he? That's because he's about to be turned into a pair of Barbie Sparker glasses. It's quite a process, but we're here to guide you through it. First, Franklin will be removed from his shell. Then his shell will be crushed into hundreds of tiny pieces. These pieces will then be melted together into a sheet and cut by a large machine into your designer frame of choice. After a final quality check, Franklin is ready to be sent out to you, the customer. Wondering what happens to the rest of Franklin? Well, here at Barbie Sparker, we believe in giving back. That's why for every pair of Barbie Sparker glasses ordered, we send one can of turtle soup to a Chinese homeless shelter of your choice. Thanks, Barbie Sparker. And thank you, Franklin. I think everybody's gone. Yeah, it looks like everyone's gone in the back too. I'll uh, I'll get the snacks and stuff. Do you want to fire up the projector? Oh, here you go. Brought you beverage. Oh well, thank you. Come on. Have you seen this one yet? Uh, yeah, I've seen it like eight times, but find something new each viewing. Cheers for that. You're gonna like it. At least what you do online is your business. Protect your business with ExpressVPN. Well, that seems like a fun date slash movie night. If you're not using ExpressVPN, it's like leaving your front door open, by the way. If you're not using any VPN, and I recommend ExpressVPN because they're one of, well, the only VPN I know of as far as the major VPNs that didn't have any kind of a security breach without telling people. So it's the VPN that we use here to secure internet data. Just click one button on your computer or your smartphone. You are protected. So visit, please, uh, my special link right now. It's expressvpn.com slash Crowder. You get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free. Uh, what you do online should be your own business, even as offensive, disgusting, or depraved it may be. I don't need to know. Just protect your internet today with the VPN that uh, I trust we all use here. That's expressvpn.com slash Crowder. I kind of forgot all the other plot points of the movie. It doesn't sound like a very good movie. It's not really that good. I don't want whoa, whoa, whoa. Now what's going on here? Y'all breaking Mr. QBG's number one rule. What's that? Social distancing. Gee, we're sorry, QBG. We forgot to stand six feet apart, and I guess- Six feet apart? What you talking about? You're standing too close to that China man. It's called Chinese virus for a reason. I, I don't know if- she... Well, Mr. QBG knows. You need to keep your distance, and the Wu flu can't hurt you. 
There are many ways to spread the virus. We need every man, woman, and child working together to stop it. Louderwithcrowder.com slash mug club. I suggest it to you, your friends, and your family. All right, very glad to have our next guests. Yeah, it's been a little while. Spoiler alert. Uh, it has been a little while. They were supposed yeah. to be the finale on our CNN four-hour oh, live stream. Right. But I went into my tirade against yeah. Chris cut Cuomo. Because, cut. you know, but here's the thing. I only, I only target the strong. Mm. Because with Chris Cuomo, it doesn't happen by accident. That's true. Um, so, That's true. Uh, speaking of which, these next two guys would probably make uh, Chris Cuomo look like a small child. Yeah. Probably would cry Peace. like one, too. Peace, Prince. You can follow them on the Twitter at Hodge Twins, and they're, uh, they have a YouTube channel out. A few hundred thousand subscribers, doing really well. Yeah, doing good. Uh, conservative Twins, and it's The Hodge Twins on Facebook. So many twins. The Hodge Twins. Kevin and Keith, how are you, sirs? Hey, I'm doing good, man. We're doing pretty good for some black guys. <laughs> I don't know. Why'd you have to go to the race thing right away? We oh, are wow. the world. I'm a black supremacist. <laughs> right. Hey, which remember my, this is the first time I've seen you with a beard. Is this because of the quarantine? Or I thought you guys couldn't grow facial hair. Um, I can. I'm just Muslim now. <laughs> you ditched your slave name and joined the Nation of Islam? Yeah. I'm a black Muslim now. <laughs> hey, you, I noticed... I noticed oh, this when I was in the drugstore, speaking of the racial thing. There's an entire line of products for black men facial hair, like for razor bump, like yeah, bump man. away and stuff. That's, that, that's a whole so new world cool. to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, please do not laugh at my pain. <laughs> it's an ordeal. You have to use that? I was that? actually picking some out this morning. Yeah, I actually put on a coat of bump stopper this morning. <laughs> all right. I you guess. know, since this whole COVID Kung Flu thing, all the bump fighters sold out. Is it? Black hmm. people are so evil, man. They just tore it, all this stuff. I go and offer up and let's go. There's the bump fighter. <laughs> Is that it? It's called Bump Fighter? Hey, guys, guys, guys. If you're good at selling a sponsor, don't yeah. do it for free. Don't mention the name, and then we'll approach Bump Fighter and set it up. It's, so it's like a lacquer for black people beards. Yeah, man. Okay. That's a good bit. Uh, yeah, I should be getting paid for this, huh? You should be getting paid for this. Yeah, yeah. Bump Fighter. I mean, that's one hell of a sponsor. That's, that's tier A on YouTube. Yeah. You're in the premium category. It's Bump Fighter. It's just Carlton from Fresh Prince who's doing this in the mirror, and you're like, he's yeah. still Alfonso, I should have known you'd steal the job from under us, Alfonso. Um, is that his name, Alfonso? I have no idea. I was so disappointed when I found out that Carlton was actually Carlton in real life. Yeah, he was not actually Yeah, You just hoped he was like a you know a, a black Daniel Day Lewis, and you realize no, he's no, a one note. Uh, That's just him. He's a one note actor, but he'll be in a. He'll make a. Killing in Hallmark films. Um, okay, so before I want to talk about Ahmad Aubrey because you guys released some videos on this, and I want to be clear for people who are out there, um, watch the whole videos in context, right? So I am going. I know that this is a show, so I have to run a clip, but I encourage you to watch the full videos in context because if you look at people who've covered the videos, they've taken them out of context. People get really mad, but if you look at the comments and the full videos, people go, "Oh, this is pretty balanced and uh, and, and objective." So uh, that being said. Here is a clip, which uh, may be offensive, but uh, funny. Hey, look, be honest, everybody. Just don't say nothing racist. So it's gonna be racist. <laughs> look, just be honest, everybody. I mean, it's not racist. This is just what I observed in my lifetime. Okay. Be honest, everybody. Black or white or Asian, Hispanic, whatever. Think about this. When was the last time 
you seen a black man jogging in your neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, playing basketball and football does not count. You take that ball away, you just kill that black man's motivation for jogging. Look, I've lived in white neighborhoods, I lived in black neighborhoods. The only time I've seen a black man jogging is when he's running from somebody. It was for life preservation. <laughs> he wasn't to get his heart rate up. Hey, we don't swim either. I mean, yeah. I go to the gym, I see black people lifting weights and playing basketball. I've never seen a black man in the pool. <laughs> I mean, jogging and swimming is not our thing. That's racist, but it's a good point. <laughs> I, I thought your gig at the Apollo was canceled to COVID, but no. uh, I stand corrected. So let me, be <laughs> let me be clear here. You guys got death threats for that? Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a bunch of black folks. Oh, of course. And I mean, just to clarify, I mean, Ahmaud Arbery is in his early 20s. Black kids at that age, they don't, for exercise, they don't go jogging. They lift weights, they play ball. Yeah, I mean, just like black folks his, at his age, most of them hate country music. I mean, yeah. It's just an observation that we are. That's because if they listen to yeah, country music, half the singers sound like you. Young man's death because I said he was running down the street with a TV. I was joking towards the two white guys at first because I didn't have all the facts. Right. I was like, why did y'all stop him? Did you, have, did you see him running down the street with a TV on his back? Yeah. That was a joke towards the white gentleman, not the black guy. No, yeah. and I want to be really clear. That was very funny, and that wasn't about Ahmad Aubrey. If you watch it, you guys said, these are the facts that we know, and you lay it out, right. and, you and you even did an update when the video came out. And I have to be, uh, uh, f full disclosure here, you know, last week we were working on taping sketches, and we were working behind yeah. the scenes because we did the Mug Club quarantine month, so I shut off from news that I can focus on some of the work that needs to come in. And it was hard for me to keep track or to get info when I was searching on this. So I want to be clear for people to know, know there. There's a joke, right, separate from, and then you guys, I think we're pretty fair in covering the uh, Ahmaud Aubrey case. So let people know who don't exactly know, because it's hard for me, and this is how I make a living, to, to, to kind of navigate my way through it. What exactly yeah. happened here? Where, where are we now? Well... <laughs> From the beginning, I mean... Don't be bashful know. now. The death well, threat genie is already out of the bottle. Uh, let me talk. Let me do some talking. Clearly, you can see him walking into the neighborhood. He stops. He looks around. No jogger does that. Yeah. Right? And then he sprints in somebody's house. Yeah. I don't know if a dog was after him or somebody called him the N-word, but from the video, it looks like he's casing the joint. He runs in the house. Right. Yeah. Stays in there for three minutes. The, the neighbors see him, spook him, he takes off running, they go chase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just don't, somebody yell at you, you just don't run it out of the house. <laughs> yeah, right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you, and they matched that with the 911 tape. They attempt to arrest him. He actually charges the guy with the shotgun. At that point, you could either charge him with aggravated assault. Yeah. You could even charge him with um, strong arm robbery because you're trying to take possession of the shotgun. Yeah. And at that point in the video, it's a life or death struggle. Yeah. Because of his actions, because of the three felonies he just committed, they have every right to shoot and kill him. Yeah. Right. So that's all I tried to um, yeah. I, I still don't know who actually shot him. But, well, they it said it was shot. close range. It was the shotgun. It was the shotgun. Yeah, but we really don't know if... The, um, the, the gun went off by the, mistake, by mistake or anything. Yeah, it was, was just one shot. Right. Well, the thing to me is this is a very unfortunate situation, right? All, all around. I want to say, I, but we don't have all of the information. Now, I will say this. Um, obviously, it would be better if the guy had not been shot. And obviously, right. he's react. If someone comes up with a shotgun, I understand. It's natural to react and defend yourself. But something that changes that, which we don't know yet. Did the guy who called the police so? 
they obviously don't, it doesn't seem like they were planning on shooting an unarmed black man if they call the police and say, hey, we're here, please exactly. go, take care of this, please follow this. Right. Seems to me like maybe they approached him and said, what are you doing, asked him some questions, and then he panicked and attacked them. Two different scenarios, okay? A guy who's maybe right. standing, I don't know, social distancing, standing six, seven feet away with a shotgun aimed at the ground, like, hey man, we've had some break-ins here, what are you doing? You mind answering some questions? Right at that point, it'd be, oh, okay, oh, hold on, sorry, sorry, yeah, I was just jogging. Or if the guy approached him with a shotgun at point blank, like, what are you doing, boy, you know? Then the guy has the right to defend himself, but we don't know that yet. And based on what yeah. I hear from the 911 call, it doesn't, it, could they be vigilantes, guys who are tough guys? Maybe, but we don't know. And, and that's what's so concerning to me is we don't know. And right away you go, well, then we're going to have to fill in the blanks like Trayvon Martin right. and Brown. Um, are we going to wait? Yeah. yeah, I mean, personally, if I'm going to commit a hate crime, I'm not calling the cops. Yeah. That's a good point. You distilled everything that I said. I was long-winded, and uh, yours was uh, far better. And another thing, if I'm running, if I mean, the media is saying that he was just jogging through a neighborhood trying to get some exercise. The only time I saw uh, Amari jogging, Amari jogging was into the house and out of the house from a scene of a crime. Yeah. Right. That's and not jogging. I, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but they yeah. say it was 12 miles from his house. This guy's got to be in damn good shape if he jogged 12 miles to his house and he's fitting to jog back. That's a damn marathon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that explains why he's walking in the video. Maybe he was tired. Right. Yeah, so... This story doesn't make sense. All the evidence that I see in this video, him stopping, looking around, sprinting in the house, and yeah. then being spooked in people's and he takes off running. And the thing that, that still his fate in my book, and I don't see how anybody can defend this, when he runs around the truck, he could have kept straight running, but he decided to run into the McMichael son and grab his shotgun. Yeah. He actually charged him. Right. I mean, I don't. I hated that the young man lost his life, but come on. Yeah, I will say that I, a lot of mistakes. in yeah. your video, you said that you would tell your sons that if ever they were approached with a gun and someone said, you know, hey, we called the police, to wait for the police to try and de-escalate the situation. Right. To play devil's advocate a little bit here, I will say, listen, there's information that we have that he didn't. Have. We know that these guys uh, called the cops, the fa father and son. I, I keep forgetting. It's like some I, McMichaels. McMichaels? Is that yeah, the name? Yeah. yeah. We know like that they I called the police officers. That being said, Ahmad didn't. So there is, there could be a scenario, for example, let's say it's, it could be your son or it could be anybody where mm -hmm. someone says, hey, we've called the cops, stay where you are. And you could think, what if they're trying to kidnap me? I don't know that they've called the cops. And that could be a fight yeah. or flight response. So that's why I say we don't know as to whether the reaction was, it could have been appropriate. Um, we know that they did call the cops, but he didn't know that at the time. So is, is that at all something mm -hmm. that you, sort of comes into play here that why would he trust they've called the cops? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's, uh, I, you know, that's the only thing is, I, but I understand, I will, okay, look, white privilege check here. My friend, Johnny, well, we used to do this after work in construction. We would walk on the golf course in St. Lambert uh, in Quebec, and um, we would spot the houses that were empty and had pools. And what we would do is we would hop the fence and cool off at the end of the day in a pool. Now, Victimless tr trespassing, absolutely. But we predetermined that if someone <laughs> came out, we would immediately be apologetic. And I'm so sorry. So Now, again, if some guy comes out with a shotgun, what are you doing here? I'm not going to go, hold on, let me get my towel and walk out and assault them. I'm going to say, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I totally have no business being in your pool when I'm hot and I'm poor. But... If they come into the water right up with me with a, you know, with a spear gun, uh, then I might fight for my life. So, you know, yeah. um, that being said, looking back, probably not the best decision.
that's it. I had nothing. I had no question for you. So how, how what do you think we'll be seeing as this? Are you not hearing me? What? Oh, my God. For crying out loud. Oh, no. Are you still there? Hodge twins? You can't yeah, hear me? Yeah, we're here. Jeez. Yeah, we're okay. Here. Well, yeah, that sucked. So. <laughs> Did you, what, yeah, what did you mute and forget to unmute? No, you were talking, then you were like. <laughs> <laughs> and we just like, what's going on? <laughs> Wait, how was I? Can you show me again? <laughs> uh, it's uncanny. Um, so uh, I, I just say that upon retrospect, it was a b bad decision for me to make. What do you think we'll see as this sort of unfurls here, this case? I mean, I mean, I think everybody's so biased. People yeah. like whoever, whoever's standing with Lamar, they're gonna stand with him, even if these guys, these guys are found not guilty. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just think the situation could have been handled totally different. Yeah. If, I mean, I have a gun permit. I have a CCW. I use it to preserve life. I'm not out here trying to play Rambo and arrest people. Yeah. Right. The most I would have did in that situation, if I felt I had to do something was to call the cops and maybe follow them until the cops show up to grab them. Yeah. That's the only thing I would have did. Yeah. yeah. That's I think that's how the situation should have been handled. But there's this guy McMichael, he's a retired cop. He's no ordinary citizen, so he's risked plenty of people. I mean, mm -hmm. it's 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 kinda hard for me to tell this man not not I mean what to do in his own neighborhood. He's a he's yeah. a, under law, he can make a citizen yeah. arrest. Personally I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Because Whenever you confront a criminal or somebody just committed a crime or whatever, you yeah. don't know how they're going to react. Yeah, it's one thing for a cop to stop somebody and yeah. get a reaction. Yeah. You, you don't have no uniform. You don't have no badge. Yeah. You, you may have scared the guy, and he that's why he reacted the way he did. That's why I would have waited for the cops, somebody in uniform, to make their Yeah, reaction. but somebody reasonable, if I done went in somebody's house, I know I'm breaking the law. If I take off one and somebody gives chase, I'm going to stop. That's what a reasonable person would have done if they were scared. But I don't know what this man was thinking when he yeah. when he attacked the man. So yeah. I guess we just going to have to wait to the trial. Yeah, I think we're going to have to wait. I think there is a, uh, there are a couple of lessons that can be learned right now. For people watching, we're going to go to a web extended and talk fitness and quarantine in a little bit. I think the two lessons that I see from this before we have all the information is try and remove ego from the equation. Because we can see that with, we look at Trayvon, there's an ego thing there. If he didn't get on top of Zimmerman and punch him, Zimmerman's a dick. We know that now, but he'd be alive. If Mike Brown had gotten out of the street like Darren Wilson requested, instead of punching a cop to prove he'd be alive right now. In this case, yeah. let's, we don't know if it was ego-driven, but I think for everyone out there, don't let ego make your decisions when you're in a pressure cooker, when, you don't, when you're in a volatile situation. And the other thing, I think, don't bring a firearm out of your out of your holster don't ever bring it into the equation unless you understand that that immediately escalates it and there's a strong likelihood or a stronger likelihood that you might have to use it um i think yeah. everyone needs to follow that like if you're calling the cops call the at that point call the cops wait for the cops to come keep trailing the people let the cops do their job don't call the cops and then also show a gun because you never know how someone's going to react and, and i think that's understandable right i got one for you steven um, in all three of these situations, I got a good idea. Just don't hit anybody or attack anybody. All three of these men will be still alive. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Generally, as a rule of thumb, don't violently assault anyone, uh, period. So good. Right. I'll, get, I'll be sure to get your words of wisdom to Chris Cuomo. We'll see if he lets it absorb, <laughs> maybe by osmosis. Uh, okay, it is, the, it is Conservative Twins on YouTube, the Hodge Twins on Facebook. For people who are watching this uh, on YouTube, we're going to go to Web Extended exclusive to Mug Club. Stay tuned.
Okay, so I've showed you how to make pour over, AeroPress, but some of you are saying, yeah, but I like my Keurig machine. I don't like you, and I don't want your money. But if you are married to a Keurig machine, uh, I do have some hacks that will get the best out of it that you can. First thing is, of course, you need good coffee to start with. And there you have it, blackriflecoffee.com slash Crowder. Enter the promo code Crowder, you get 20% off. These cups typically have 11 grams of coffee, which will make all the difference in the world. I'm gonna weigh this for you so we can see. You can see 11.2, I actually left some in there. It's closer to 12 grams with these Black Rifle cups. First thing I'm gonna do is run some hot water through this machine into my cup. Now, why does that help? A lot of these machines don't get hot enough, so running some hot water through it first will prime the mechanism. All right, now that it's ready, I'm going to put the round in, close it up tight. Now here's the tip, the biggest problem with these Keurig machines is that the water runs through too quickly with the coffee. It often runs through, sometimes 45 seconds or a minute, and people think, oh, my coffee, my coffee is so fast in the morning. Sure, but you're, you're drinking shit. You are drinking shit. The good news is, I have a trick that'll help improve it. What I do is I hit brew for just enough time for it to saturate the coffee grounds, and once it starts to drip even a little bit, I'm gonna stop it. You're gonna see a little bit of a trickle. I'm gonna let that saturate for a little bit of time. Now that it's been sitting for a little bit of time, I'm going to make one six ounce cup, and now I'm gonna hit brew. We've just eliminated the variables that typically make a really crappy cup of coffee for most of these. Namely, more coffee, it's fresh roasted from Black Rifle, you have 11 to 12 grams as opposed to eight in most cups. The temperature is hot enough, and we've increased the contact time between the water and the coffee for something that is That's all right. I am not a violent person, but I would kill all your children for a lot of these cigars. Oh my God. Can Steven really be trusted? Just say no to Steven Crowder and Mug Club. Paid for by MomsGunsMugClub.com. Buy yours today at louderwithcrowdershop.com. It's called the uh, Really Married to That Sears Catalog J.C. Penny Christmas Photo. Oh, that was nice. Even underwater. Was, yeah. It's dedication. With that different shades of gray background, you know what I'm talking about? You send yeah. it out. All you had to do is school pictures. Did you ever do that school photos? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
What a horrible experience <laughs> that experience was. School was horrible. Did I ever tell you they did that at our high school for a graduation photos and they brought in like a makeup artist? No. For kids? Uh, well, high school. <laughs> right, so it's senior like, year. Ooh, By the way, extended interview, of course, with Hodge Twins uh, will uh, be available for those who are <laughs> Mug Club members. We start Good Morning Mug Club next week, and we will be in the On Michigan Monday. next Friday uh, with a peaceful legal uh, protest to reopen the economy. That's true. Um, yeah, they brought in makeup for my makeup. senior year picture. And the worst part about Just it is— Just for you. No. Okay. No. <laughs> They're like, oh, That's you're going to need almost it. the opposite of the direction of this story, uh, which is why it was just uh, shattering to my self-confidence, because you have to stand in line and watch them, you know, doll up everybody else. Right. Sure. And right. you see, like, oh, that's uh, someone three three people up. She's getting about uh, 10 minutes. Oh, okay, that's uh, Mr. Springer. He's getting about, okay, two minutes. Mm. And then I went and I just had, you know, horrible, like, pizza, like, acne. And I, she, just oh, went, like, yeah, she, went, and she clearly just, like, looked at me and went, and just grabbed a, what do you call it, powder puff with things, like powder. Oh, but I noticed that with everyone else, had like spray and brushes yeah, multiple layers and lip things. gloss. With me, it was just like powder. Like, Done. <laughs> <laughs> just gave up. Wait, wait, wait. Snap. Yeah, just gave up. And I don't think to this day that it's available anywhere else. Now watch, someone's oh, going to go sad. pull it. It's disgusting. I was very gross. <laughs> I, uh, it's a wonder that I don't have pockmarks worse than, uh, um, than uh, the, the best friend in Truman Show. Mm. Only Owen Mills knows. Yeah. <laughs> Is that his name? I, I have no idea. Uh, thank you guys. It was, it was fun. Uh, glad being back. And, you yeah. know, I wanted to talk with you guys about something a little bit. Uh, I, I, let me sort of preface this because I did ask him and he said it was okay to to talk about our meeting. I did actually make the trip uh, to Leelanau County, Michigan. You know, we talked about the sheriff um, a long time ago. Not a long time ago. A few, it feels like a long time ago. A few weeks ago. Uh, I believe his name is uh, pronounced Borkovich. Sherish. Sheriff. Sherish. Sherish. He was horrible. His parents hated him. His parents named him Sherish. Yeah, very Ooh. sad. They just wanted, they wanted every single conversation to start with Sherish? Sherish? <laughs> How do you spell that? Can you no, spell that for Sheriff me? Borkovich there in Leelanau County. I made the trip out there because I know he had caught a lot of flack. He was the one in the media who said that uh, he wasn't going to enforce the unconstitutional portions of Governor Whitmer's orders. Now, I want to be clear. We were sitting more than six feet apart. He had a, we both had masks on, practicing social distancing. Of course, he supports that, and he's talked about that with his statements. What he showed me were all of these letters from people before he issued a statement, like, hey, I'm a perch fisherman, and am I going to get arrested yeah. because I have a motor on my boat? Or, hey, you know what, I'm going to this park, and I want to make sure that I'm not arrested uh, because I have an anniversary with my wife because people are getting fined and arrested. And what he was saying was, listen, I'm not going to do that. I don't have the authority to do that as a sheriff, but I will break it up. I will break it up, and I will uh, tell you to be sensible, but I'm not going to put you in cuffs. I'm not going to give you a fine. And that was blown out of proportion, of course, misinterpreted. So I um, had a long conversation with this guy, really accomplished guy, too, really just a, just a sweet guy, and people there, you know, love him in that county. Um, and we were talking about anxiety. So he mentioned this because, you know, he works with a lot of veterans, and he said, you know, I see a lot of these young people, especially now in Michigan, who are, who are smoking dope and they need it because of their – the excuse they always use is anxiety. That's because, you know, the legalization in Michigan now and there's all this zoning and they're calling it the cannabis lottery. And he said, you know, I have a – I don't know if he mentioned his brother or his friend. He said, you know, one uh, – my grandfather came back from World War II missing a leg, you know, and he, he didn't have – you don't think he had anxiety? He said, you know, I had a friend from Vietnam who, who came back and was missing an eye. And so don't talk to me about anxiety. Um, referring to millennials, and I said, you know what? Hold on a second. Let, let me posit something for a minute. And and we ultimately came to more of an understanding. I think people need to understand that. Yeah, I think a lot of millennials out there. I think a lot of young people 
do suffer from anxiety. And I do think that they can have anxiety that is worse than people from the greatest generation, you know, people who were out there in World War II. And let me explain to you why. Um, and this is why I think we're seeing a lot of it with coronavirus, right? There, you really shouldn't be that anxious if you believe that it's a period of two months or even if it's a period of a year and things will go back to normal and basically stay home and collect a check. That shouldn't be super anxiety inducing. Certainly not as anxiety inducing as storming the beaches of Normandy. But you know what I see, and I get a lot of letters from you guys and girls out there, um, and gals, guys and gals, you got the horse right here. Um, don't let me get into Ethel Merman. Love <laughs> the merm. Um, anxiety is often a symptom of purposelessness. That's what makes people anxious. And I tell you, that's why a lot of business owners themselves uh, are very anxious because you don't have someone telling you what to do. You have to make up what it is to do. I know audio ed, you said during the Mug Club quarantine month, you would often be so tired sometimes at the end of the day because you would have to have all these conversations and direct people and didn't always have as much to show for it physically. Sure, yeah. Like, well, I didn't write these jokes or I didn't do, but I had to make sure that these trains ran on time. Sure, yeah. And that can create a lot of anxiety for people because wrongfully so in that case. I mean, sometimes people feel like, well, I haven't, I haven't accomplished anything. But you see that with a lot of young people with this. They're going out into the world. And yeah, sure, I think it's valid. I think rather than just dismissing millennials, a lot of people do this. I think it's wrong to say, OK, boomer. And the only reason people say, OK, boomer is because really you have a generation that was flower power hippies sticking daisies yeah. and rifles. And now you know, they elected Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. So they're yeah. mad at boomers. They're mad at the hippies because they want to be San Francisco retreads today. Um, so uh, let's be really clear. I hate the OK Boomer thing, but I also hate it when people just dismiss millennials as, oh, they're entitled. What do they have to be anxious about? Well, they have a few things to be anxious about on a very observable level, right? They are going out into a far more crowded, more competitive workspace. But to get more specific, I hear this a lot where they say, you know, when I grew up, we didn't have these phones. We didn't have smartphones. We didn't have all this access to technology. And we had to go off to war. Do I think that a millennial who's leaving college with a gender studies degree or with a liberal arts degree or with a creative arts degree or German poetry or underwater basket weaving, take your pick, do I think that them leaving college today, living at home, not gainfully employed, is it possible that they are more anxious than the 16-year-old who was drafted fighting in World War II? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, that's not to say that their, their task or their life is any more important. No. In fact, the exact opposite. And that's what I think people are missing. We think we're trying to solve this problem of anxiety is a symptom of purposelessness. People are anxious right now because they're floundering. They're not going to work. They don't have anything to do. You often think, man, if I didn't have to work, I'd be able to stay home and sit on the couch and watch TV. That's fun for a couple of days. And then that anxiety, that worthlessness comes into effect because human beings were made to work. Human beings were made to fulfill a purpose. Let me ask you this. Do you think that when someone, for example, was in a foxhole, World War II, out there, take your pick, somewhere across Europe, right, with the uh, fight in the Axis there in our campaign, uh, do you think they were sitting there going like, oh, man, I just don't know if what I'm doing is, what I'm doing is making an impact? No, you knew what you had to do. Is it scary? Sure. Is it terrifying? Absolutely. My grandfather-in-law was a, a bombardier in World War II. I watched people cry at his funeral who were soldiers folding up the flag. They're not supposed to. It was that powerful. But those people knew what they were doing. They knew what they were trying to accomplish. There were a lot of Americans. They were referred to as playboys, right? Non-interventionists. Then Pearl Harbor happened. And, all right. Now you got to deal with some shit. Japan and Germany. So they knew this is a righteous fight. I may, I may lose my life. 
but I'm doing it for a valid reason. And I think a lot of people misinterpret this where they go, oh my gosh, the higher the danger, the higher the risk, the more anxiety. No, not necessarily, because a portion of that equation is purpose. And if you know that, hey, there's a chance you might lose your life here, but it's because you're trying to stop the greatest evil that's ever happened in humanity from marching across the rest of Europe and then finally making it across the pond. Well, guess what? You're willing to, to pay that price. And it's not anxiety because you don't know what's coming next. It's anxiety because you know what? You've accepted what's coming next. And it's anxiety because you want to make sure that the people you love back home are provided for. That's very different from, I'm anxious because I don't know what to do. And that's a problem that we need to solve. And that's why I see people like, like Jocko and sometimes this show when we do the life advice seems to help people. Because coddling folks, making sure they don't have a big red marker on any test, that doesn't make people more confident. What it does is it ill prepares them for the real world. Think about this. We had a generation. Let's look at the greatest generation. That's, that's what we call them, World War II. We had people who went to school, right? They were doing basic math. They were doing basic English. They were reading the classics. They, many of them weren't doing advanced trigonometry. Many of them didn't go to college. And then they would go to war, a lot of them. And then they would work in the same job until they retired at the age of 65, right? And most things were made in America. They knew that there was an opportunity for them. Now, in this scenario, we have kids who are going to school becoming totally ill-equipped for the real world. Back then, they allowed, cor they allowed corporal punishment. A kid could go to school, get beaten with a switch from his teacher, and ha the teacher had the full authority to bring out the paddle at any point that they wanted. A teacher could yank on their ear. They had a really tough go. There were no anti-bullying campaigns, and that toughened them up for the world. Now we have kids going to school who live in safe spaces, who aren't challenged, who aren't at all dealing with any kind of adversity, not everyone, but a lot of people, and then they go out into a world that doesn't have the security that our fathers, that our grandfathers had. No one, no one in our age, did you ever leave school thinking that you were gonna have a job with benefits, pension, retirement packet until age 65? No, you jump around, that's most people our age, because you have to. And so we have people less equipped going into a world that's going to treat them more harshly. Whereas at one point we had school equipping people by dealing with them more harshly so that they went into a world more equipped. And I say this because, listen, I know a lot of folks out there, sometimes you're trying to fix this problem there where you feel anxious, where you feel like, oh, you're on edge and, and you don't know what to do. And I see a lot of times people go like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just so tense. I'm just so edgy, but I don't want to put any more on my plate because I don't think I could handle it. No, no, you're edgy and anxious precisely because you've got an empty plate, son. So what do I want you to do here? I want you to consider, first, everyone else out there who's saying millennials, they have no reason to be anxious. Actually, they have a lot of reasons to be anxious, unfortunately, and that's because a lot of us have failed them. Now, if you're one of those people who find yourself anxious and you're not in the greatest war uh, ever, well, that would be the First World War, so I know someone's gonna call me on that, but one of the most violent, certainly intimidating wars of all time, but you find yourself anxious, I want you to ask yourself, what do you have on your plate? Why is it, ask yourself, why is it that your great-grandfather who killed 50 men wasn't as anxious as you are when he was in a pressure cooker. What is it that's missing there that's making you anxious where you don't know what's coming around the corner? What fight have you not picked? I don't mean this in a violent way. 
Let's start with this. If you feel anxious and it's not because you're overworked, it's not because you're overburdened, and a lot of people feel that way right now with coronavirus, COVID-19 in their home, right? Their home and they don't have anything that they can do. Fill up your plate. Pick a fight. Pick something. Pick any fight. Find something that is worthwhile for you to get in the trenches over and go do it. And you know what? Sometimes if you're in the trenches, if you're in the heat of it, you don't have time to think about how anxious you are because you're making sure that you're not making the next mistake, that you're taking the right steps. So again, if you find yourself going, I just, I just feel so anxious, I feel empty, maybe it's because you're overworked and you need some rest. There are some people, but for a lot of you, it's because you're looking at a completely empty plate and you're wondering, what's gonna be put on there? No one's gonna put anything on your plate. You have to start yourself. Find something that is worth your time, worth putting your energy into, worth, worth being your outlet for your anxiety to accomplish something that will help others and serve others in the world. This is a good time to figure it out because you've got a lot of alone time. I don't want to see you playing Great Escape. Steve McQueen throwing that ball against the wall in solitary. I want you to take this time rather than look back upon it as a waste of time and go, oh, that's where I replaced anxiety with purposefulness. And the results may surprise you. All right, I will see you next week. Good Morning Mug Club, Monday, live at 10 a.m. Eastern. And then the state capitol, right? Oh my gosh.